Hello, and welcome to First and Crown. I am Lady Sadie, and I'm with Duchess Katie. Hello. This week, we read Tessa Dare's When a Scot Ties the Knot. Want to read the synopsis, Katie? Sure. So this uh, synopsis is from Goodreads. On the cusp of her first London season, Miss Madeline Grace Church was shyly pretty and talented with a drawing pencil, but hopelessly awkward with gentlemen. She was certain to be a dismal failure on the London marriage mart, so Maddie did what generations of shy, awkward young ladies have done. She invented a sweetheart. A Scottish sweetheart, one who was handsome and honorable and devoted to her, but conveniently never around. Maddie poured her heart into writing the imaginary Captain Mackenzie letter after letter, and by pretending to be devastated when he was not really killed in battle, she managed to avoid the pressures of London society entirely. Until years later, when this kilted Highland lover of her imagining shows up in the flesh, the real Captain Logan Mackenzie arrives on her doorstep, handsome as anything, but not entirely honorable. He's wounded, jaded, in possession of her letters, and ready to make good on every promise Maddie never expected to keep. So this is an older book. This came out August 25th, 2015. So this is sort of a throwback. Um, but before we go any further, hey, Dutch, I just want to tell everyone why we chose this one. Well, as many of you all probably know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and um, there are themes of anxiety in this book, um, something that I, that I personally um, deal with. And so we just kind of wanted to read a book that features mental health. And finding good representation of mental health and historic romance hasn't always historically been easy. Um, but right. this is, I think, one of my favorites. I definitely can relate to Maddie's struggles. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. uh, that was why we chose it. Uh, we got some, we got quite a bunch of tropes. I, I mm -hmm. love how tropey this book is. Um, Truly. A pistolary romance, marriage of convenience, forced proximity, opposites attract, a grumpy hero, a lady scientist. A little bit low-key, enemies to lovers, and a heroine with anxiety. Yes. And uh, this one's a, a bit of a, you know, it's a medium steam level, but what you really need to know is that it's a slow burn. Truly, it is a truly slow I burn. I think it's the slowest burn I've read from Tessa Dare. Yes, that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> like, she she brings it, but this one she makes us wait, wait for, for it. it. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, yeah. So this was actually a reread for me. I had read this uh, probably more times than I want to admit. And I actually listened to the audiobook to get ready for this episode. And I would also suggest that if you're more of an audio listener, this one had, I'm not an audio listener, but she had a great voice. And it was just the way she did Logan's accent and Maddie's accent. Um, it was really, really well done. Uh, but Katie, why don't you tell us what you thought? Um, I actually had not read this one yet. It has been just languishing on my tbr for a long time i don't i have the book i don't even remember when i bought it where i bought it for like i don't you know i just knew because i know i like tessa dare and i knew about how widely loved uh this story was so i knew that i was gonna read it eventually um but what i didn't know was uh i didn't know about the anxiety rep in it initially um until we started talking about what to read for this um for this episode and I was just like all right perfect this is exactly exactly what we needed right now and um I actually really love enemies to lovers when it's done well and um the epistolary element just 
made my nerd heart just soar because I love I love that when you can find a good, you know, letter writing campaign, essentially (laughs) in a romance novel. Um, But, you know, and I also, I haven't read that many Highlander books, just not, not for any reason, really just that I haven't. So this was a lot of, a lot of new stuff for me and um, I really, really loved it. (laughs) I'm so glad because I was like, no, we're going to read this one. We have to read this one. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I knew going in that I loved this book, but I forgot about the enemies to lovers in the beginning. So mm-hmm. it starts with these hilarious letters. I mean, just very funny. They, uh, she calls them all these silly names and she tells them all these funny facts about herself and it's all one way. She's writing all these letters to essentially no one no one and they're Mm -hmm. just so cute and funny and then he appears and it's enemies to lovers and I'm like I don't love this because I (laughs) get very anxious about enemies to lovers yeah um and I usually adore that but I I always get nervous first because I'm like oh no they're never gonna get together well, and it uh, also seems like there's so much at stake with, yes. with like this one because, you know, it's Logan and his men from his, um, you know, it's not military like, unit. Yeah, his yeah. Like I'm like I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> um, but then you know, Maddie can lose everything too and have to be forced back into a life that makes her so uncomfortable. So it's you know, there's a lot there. It's not just like the ruination of a reputation there's so it's bigger than that um this actually with the letter writing and everything like that it reminds me of the Maya Rodale book that I just read for the I haven't read that one the lit wallflowers podcast um the uh the wicked wallflower because that was a fake that was a fake thing too. And then they had to go back and prove that they knew each other. So they were writing fake letters that they had like corresponded. So they're just, she's putting in all this mushy gushy crap. And he's like, I would never say that. And she's like, you, you did. It's right here. Like, you know, and the way that she, like the poem that Maddie said that he oh wrote, God. like all that, like it just, it also reminded me of like in middle school and you're like, I do have a boyfriend. He goes to another school. Like, that's just what it like. This is the energy Maddie has. Yeah, I do. He's real, I swear. I also, um, I'm a big fan of like found family and Mm. the like Motley crew of the background of this book is just really funny. All of Callum, all of Logan's men are just super distinct characters and all very funny and like kind of tragic. It tells sort of the tragic story of what happened to the Highlands after Mm -hmm. Culloden. And so- but it's just, it, they're very funny. But the aunt, I mean, she is just peak funny. And I don't want to spoil anything, but I hope I'm that cool when I'm older. I'm saying. And she's just kooky. Like you she's have just a kooky, so kooky relative. She, she's I got just, like yeah. some vodka aunt. I don't even think she's a wine aunt. I think she's a straight vodka aunt energy. And I like <laughs> yeah. it. I'm there for it. Um, uh, okay. What about the ending? No spoilers, but I, I loved it. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to happen until it happened. I was like, I think I want it to be like this. And then they, she kind of took the, like, 
took what I hoped would happen and made it better. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, I totally tear up every time at the end and I'm like, oh my God. Um, and also just all along the way, she called, she tells him that he's probably squish on the inside and it's yes, just my favorite that. thing. <laughs> and so at the end, when he shows his squish, makes me really happy. It's, it's so precious. And I, I do have to add in a quote from the book that I really just, I loved it. She says, I think you underestimate my capacity for taking normal human interaction and making it awkward. And I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and I didn't, I didn't want to be in this book. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And she, there, uh, I don't know how to not make it mean anything when she's talking about her feelings. Um, I think too much, too hard. I invent meeting where there's none to be found. Because for me, I don't have much social anxiety, but I have a lot of other anxieties. And so, and that's what Maddie is. She's, it's the social aspect is the biggest part, but then she takes it a step further into her like personal relationships with people. And yeah, so that's just, that's another thing where I just, the growth that she shows at the end of the book without again, spoiling, I'm just like, yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> And I think part of it too, is like sort of her acceptance of it, like yeah. her. And I, and I don't want to spoil anything, but I love that watching that character arc of not that she somehow gets better, but yeah. that she gets comfortable. comfortable. And I think that's so, so cool. And I, yeah, I will say that uh, I should have a little bit of a trigger warning. There is an acute <laughs> moment of like an almost anxiety attack more than once in the book. Yes. Um, and there's some PTSD from war mentioned, some mm -hmm. injuries from war mentioned, including an amputation and memory loss. And am I missing anything? Um, Death of a parent and abandonment yeah. as a child. Yeah. Uh, but they're all, everyone ends up okay. We all get our yeah. HEA. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I've, and as we've said too, like Tessa Dare, is known for a lot of um her like dry wit and her humor and her comedy yes. in her books too yeah. so these elements are present but it's not I don't think it detracts from the story and I don't think that no. they're diminished either so I would say it's like medium angst which I feel like is hard to find it's not like gonna rip your heart out but it's also not like just a rom-com not like, there gentle yeah. story mm -hmm. and so I I really I think that's part of why I can reread this one so much so what do we do we like this book uh yes very much so very much um, so <laughs> very much so tessa tessa is a comfort read for me because yeah. i know like you just said medium angst i i don't i haven't read her entire backlist but the you know the girl meets duke series and things like that it it to me doesn't have a lot of angst in it so no. when i when i when i'm not looking for that i tessa is yeah yeah, Tessa's the answer. Uh, if you read Lady by Midnight by Tessa Dare at all, I think that's about the same level angst as this one. That one might be slightly angstier. Um, all right, who would typically like this one? Well, I, I mean, like you said, it's not too angsty. It's a straightforward um, historical romance for I, something like this would be great for people who are trying to find out where to go next or yeah. where to start you know um because this series this is the third in the series 
Yeah, but I feel like these ones are really standalone. Yeah, you really don't need to read yeah the two books before that um yeah I mean you can obviously but um this one would be a good place to jump in because the angst level is isn't too high and the romance is good and it's a slow burn so if you're not ready for it like I think people who I think this would be a good book for people who like watched Bridgerton and loved it and they want to start reading it and don't really know what to expect so come into something like this and you won't be bombarded (laughs) <laughs> I also think this is just a great like first time romance readers not even if mm-hmm. you're dipping your toe in historic for the first time but just first time romance readers I think this is a good place to start because it gets to the steam but it might not be too overwhelming for those who aren't ready for it right um, yeah and it's got cool representation and it touches on some of the fun tropes that people can get used to Absolutely. so we definitely recommend this we highly yes. recommend this take it Absolutely. off your TBR and give it a shot mm-hmm it's a very quick read too. I read it very fast. <laughs> yeah. It's compelling. So. Um, so what are you reading right now, Katie? Um, I am reading the third in that Maya Rodale series that I previously mentioned. Um, and it is called what a wallflower wants. I think I'm, I'm, I'm blasting through it because there's also a, con- like a contemporary novella that goes Ooh. right along with it after each book. And it's a contemporary version of book one of the historical. So it's like, wow. Yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. I didn't, I did not know that this existed and like she, the contemporary heroine writes the books of the historic, like that's her, like she oh, does. Oh, that's so cool. So it's kind of like a modern day arrange or like, you know, fake boyfriend or he's not I don't even actually know this guy kind of thing so it follows three friends even though the novellas are about one one particular person uh yeah what what a wallflower wants is what it's called and this is the third book um and it's very good um that one though has several trigger warnings so yeah um but it's good I'm between books (laughs) Like, well, I didn't want to pick one out this morning because <laughs> I was afraid that if I picked it out, I would not get to the things I had to do, which happens. Um, but I am really excited because I've been looking for this series that I read once upon a time and totally forgot what it was. But all I could remember was that in one scene, one book, there's a fire and there's something to do with a monkey and they climb out a window. And I finally found the series and I'm really excited <laughs> because it's really kind of banana series and it's super fun and so I'm excited to reread those because it's probably been 10 years since I read them the first time and I was a newbie romance reader at that point and I had no idea what I was reading <laughs> so like, this I'm is what I signed really up for? excited it's like what is happening there's a what what is happening <laughs> uh so I want to see if they stand up again <laughs> so fair enough uh I'll let you know next time <laughs> yes please thank you all right um in our next quick shot, it'll be in June. And so we're going to feature a queer historic read. We haven't decided what though, so we're not going to tell you. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. <laughs> You're going to have to come <laughs> back and find there's out. There's so many good options, you know? There it's are. Like, we got to find, we got to find one that, that, you know, compels us right away. Yeah. There's a whole list of them. I've made me yes. making a list. So weird. <laughs> so weird. That. It's like Sadie loves tropes or something. <laughs> I love organizing. <laughs> that right. too. Until next time, peeps. See you later. Bye.